and welcome to episode four of the Lonely Reviewer Show. I'm Vache. And I'm Justin. And um, here we are. Episode four. What month is this? April? Yes. We're now in April. It's officially spring. <laughs> Thank God. Yep. Um, we've had a couple warm days. We're not going to talk about not future gonna, weather because, exactly. you know, watch we've, it. We've been burned. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, how you been? I've been good. I've been good. You? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. This yeah. is my favorite time of year um, because... PAX East was a couple weeks ago, and that's the video game convention that takes place in Boston. Yep. Um, and then we've got IFF Boston coming up in a couple weeks, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So this is uh, this is my favorite time of year because cool. it's my favorite extracurricular activities, you could say. That's cool. Yeah, I, I actually didn't know much about PAX until you had recommended that indie game movie. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And so yeah. I watched it, and that's really kind of like where I got my... Uh, my info from, uh, from right yeah about that convention it looked awesome yeah the it, movie it was great it so. was it was a lot of fun um it's it, it's kind of a weird year not to turn this into a video game podcast but it's sort of a weird year because the console generation's ending and the new one's beginning and that's not till the end of the year so all these major companies that usually show it something like that um weren't this year but there was a lot of independent developers and there's there's always indie developers at these things but it just felt like there were way more than I've ever seen before. That's cool. A lot of cool indie games doing a lot of cool things that you don't, you know, normally see out of the big ones. Right. So that, that was pretty neat. Um, we spent a lot of time talking to those guys, and it's huge for them too because, you know, a two-minute conversation with someone like me could lead to me buying, which did. Like I bought probably three or four of the games that I that I'm able to buy, and awesome. So it yeah. works. Yeah. No. Totally. Totally. I just peaked. I'm sorry. To your ears, listener. I just watched that happen. Um, so uh, we got a new beer here. So yes, what, we do. Um, so this one is from Jack's Abbey, which I don't know if you've heard of them before. Mm-mm. They're out of Framingham. Oh, so okay. they're they're nice and local for, for those who aren't in the Massachusetts area. Framingham is about 20 minutes outside of Boston. Um, it's not a town known for its beer or its brewery. This is, in fact, no, the only yeah. brewery in that area, in the Metro West area. Um, they do loggers only. So this is actually a lager. Really? Um, this is a barrel aged beer, so you're, we're probably getting a lot of vanilla and yeah, yeah it's that. very like yeah, it feels very spicy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got like kind of a nice earthy oak smoke. With yeah, that yeah, very sweet vanilla taste to it. I'm a big fan of the the bourbon aged beers. Um, Didn't we have we had that last time or no? Was that two times ago? I feel like you gave me that. I don't remember now. Maybe I, I think that was our first beer. Could have been. Yeah. Uh, we did a. Chipotle, oh, spice pepper. Right. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe no, you know what? I'm thinking there's another beer that I've had before some like at some point in my life. Real general. But I <laughs> I do remember having like seeing that on, on a menu and getting it. I was like, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's a pretty big rage with all the craft beer people right now. Um this is one of the ones I think has done particularly well. Um No, it's really good. Yeah, it's their framing hammer. Um Oh, that is that what the name called? of the beard? Yeah, oh. yeah the framing hammer. Um, yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm a big fan of this one. Was, we went to the the brew uh, the tasting room two weeks ago, and this was one of the things on tap. So oh, cool! I ended up grabbing a couple bottles of them. Nice. So, yeah, very cool. Have you been in the harpoon thing? Not to change subject of breweries. Have you been in that? No, yeah. not the the new hall. Yeah, the new no, beer hall. No, not yet. I am dying to go though. I hear nothing but great things about it. I mean, once the weather gets nice, it's so nice down there in the seaport. That that'd be good destination yeah all right good tip for you travelers yep if you're coming to boston go to the harpoon we are not sponsored by harpoon nope but we could be <laughs> give us a call harpoon <laughs> um so i mentioned that independent film festival boston's coming in 
Um, and that's that's huge for for me, and I, I like to do a lot of coverage for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, You've been doing this how many years now? Um, the well, the first time I went to an independent film festival in Boston was 2006. Uh, I went to a shorts package. I knew very little about the festival. Didn't really know, you know. Right. Uh, went in, saw some really great shorts, and then I moved. And when I came back, and I started Lonely Reviewer, that was in 2008. Um, it was the first major kind of thing that was happening in the area that was coming up. So I applied for a press pass and gave them so much coverage, reviewed so many great films. Yeah. And then uh, since then, I've been going every year um, and we've sort of expanded the coverage every year, uh, doing more and more Q&A's or shooting the Q&A's, featuring them on the website. And I'm hoping to do a little more, even more than that this year for video content. But um, so look out for that. Yeah, uh, and there's a lot like this is this is kind of a funny year because I feel like I haven't really heard very much other than a few select movies. I hadn't heard much about these things that are playing now, the, like the movies themselves. Yeah, because like in years past, it'd be like I, I knew Five Hundred Days of Summer was coming, and you know, and I'd I'd heard about that one right. before, right. or um, uh, Rian Johnson's uh, Brothers Bloom was one of the films that was playing a couple years ago, and I like, but this year, like, there isn't anything huge i mean there's a lot of great it looks like a lot of great films but nothing that i had heard about prior right, which right. is almost more exciting yeah it's pretty cool you just kind of blind stab right? yeah I'm looking at your list of movies that you're kind of interested in checking out and it, none of them look familiar I've never, I've never. <laughs> actually it's funny because um the way way back was one of the films that looked kind of interesting i think it's with steve carell i had pulled it up Hold on. the way way back uh steve carell um sam rockwell amanda pete tony collette oh. um and I, I actually didn't look up the directors, but that, that, that the trailer for that just came out, and I was like, oh, I, I, I know that that's coming to IFF Boston, so I've seen it. Um, so that that looks pretty good. Um, the opening night film uh, is called The Spectacular Now. I don't okay. know if you, did you read anything about it? Uh, just your write up. <laughs> just my little write up. Yeah. So it's about, um, I guess it's about a high school senior, and it, he's. Meet, meeting like a not so typical girl after like a night of partying or something like that um and it kind of changes his view on life but it deals with alcoholism in people of that age group yeah. you know because that's yep. not something you really hear very much about no like no 18 year olds with drinking problems and i'm sure they're out there so that's kind of cool and the the main actor in it is this guy miles teller um who was in rabbit hole which i didn't see Okay. Um, that was the John Cameron Mitchell movie that came out a couple years ago. I think it was John Cameron Mitchell directed it. It was starring Nicole Kidman and Aaron Eckhart. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, a friend of mine, Greg, worked on it. Oh, cool. Um, so he he got a lot of recognition for that, but he he was also in that weird Project X movie. Oh, That like weird party yeah. movie that came out last year. And then this year he was in 21 and Over, which I did not like at all. That was basically Project X again. Again, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. With a little more structure maybe or something. I don't know. But I didn't really like him in, in 21 and Over. But if you read my review, it was mostly... I, I think I placed a lot of the blame of that movie out of on the two directors because it was their first film they'd ever directed. And they were the writers of The Hangover. Okay. Um. And you could just tell, like, you know, they didn't really know what direction they wanted the movie to go. Like, did they want it to be a coming of age movie? Did they want it to be a cut? Like, it was, yeah. it was really muddled. And and I felt like all the characters in the movie were just playing one note the entire time. So it frustrated me a little bit. So that's really all I know about him. But I know that he's getting a lot of good press. Interesting. So I am curious about it. Um, and so that's 
This is kind of him wrapping up the whole alcohol saga. <laughs> yeah, I know. That. Well, it's funny because the director of this movie, um, I actually didn't even write it down. Uh, I think I have it open once. Oh, spectacular. Now, um, James Ponsel. Uh, it's his third film about alcoholism. So it's almost like he's ending a trilogy of, of movies about alcoholism. But um, it should be interesting. It definitely looks good. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. She's the from yep. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that looks pretty good. Nice. Um, another movie that this is like actually one of the few that I'd heard about uh, downloaded. Have you heard anything about that one? No. So downloaded is directed by uh, Bill from Bill and Ted. Alex, Alex Winter. Winter yeah. yeah. It's directing that. Uh, and it's about Napster. So it's chronicling the whole rise and demise of Napster. Is it like like the social network kind of thing? Where yeah, it's but it's not but it's, it's a documentary. No, it is. This is a documentary. Oh, is yeah, it? This oh, okay. is a documentary. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it looks really good. Interesting. I think, yeah. That looks very compelling. All right. Alex Winter getting back in the game. Yeah. He's going to be there, I believe. I think oh, he's on the list of people that will be there. Yeah. I don't think I've um, seen. Has he done much since? No, not really. I know he was in Lost Boys, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah he sort of just, you know, Keanu rose up and yeah. he sort of faded yeah. away. But. It's cool that he's doing, you know, documentaries. Absolutely. Are awesome. Yeah. I, I I love Bill and Ted. I, oh, yeah. Those movies are phenomenal. <laughs> They're still quotable. I still watch them occasionally. Uh, definitely. So I have nothing but support for Alex Winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that will be, that, I think that looks really good. I think that's playing on Friday. Um, I believe Thursday or Friday of the beginning, the first part of the festival. Um, Bobcat Goldthwait has another film in IFF Boston. Uh, you're a big fan of his stuff, right? I, it's funny because I never, I never would have thought that, yeah. you know, because I didn't see World's Greatest Dad. They actually closed, the, I think, the first year I went with that, and I, I couldn't go that night. Um, and he was the closing night film. And then I loved God Bless, like, loved God Bless America. That was, I think it was on my top 10 list of last year. Yeah, I think you remember you talking about it. Um, so he's got another movie, and the. Uh, there's no trailer. I can't find anything about it. But other than it's about a couple looking for Bigfoot. Okay. So I, mean. <laughs> I, I think that that's that sounds promising. That's a yeah. good log line. Um, and I, I don't think that he'll disappoint because he's awesome. No, no. He's, he's, he's really made a really cool niche for himself. I'd say this having never seen any of his movies. But um, I mean, you hear nothing but good things about it. You know, he's kind of shed that whole 80s thing that he did. Yeah, with I mean, he'll, character. he'll still do the voice in the Q&A. So definitely come for that. But uh, stay for the movie. <laughs> yeah, I think he kind of does it begrudgingly now. I heard him on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, I think. Oh, doesn't and... he? He shows up on there a lot, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. pretty funny. But uh, yeah, it doesn't sound like he's a super fan. He'll do it too. Kind of appease people, but right, right. Well, I have to. So no, he's 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 just like when you watch him talk, and you can watch to plug our Q and A's that we shot. If you watch the Q and A for God Bless America, I mean, this is a guy who loves movies. He loves movies, yeah. and you can see that in his work because God Bless America like paid homage to Bonnie and Clyde, to It Happened One Night, like all these awesome older movies, and you could just Taxi Driver was was yeah. muddled, like was thrown in there, like. You could just tell the guy loves that stuff, and that's his passion, and you know he's making good stuff. So that that looks really cool. Um, what else? Because um, I'm not going to go through everything that's playing, but um, actually, the so World Fair is a short because that's the that's the thing that I, I I never really have that much time to check them out. But the shorts packages that they do at the festival are freaking awesome, and this movie really jumped out to me because I'm I'm a huge fan of world's fairs like the, yeah like reading about them and what it was like and all that stuff because we don't that's just something you don't we don't have anymore. yeah you don't yeah. have them um 
So, um, I just realized I don't know how many minutes we've been recording because it's telling me in measures. Oops. Um, no time. There we go. 12 minutes. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Distracted. Um, this is behind the curtain. I like to keep it (laughs) a little inside baseball. Yeah. Right. Um, so world fair, uh, it's an interview. She, the, this girl did these interviews with all these people that actually got to go to the world's fair. So she interviews them and she takes all this archival footage, like home video or well, not home video, home film footage. And they actually restored them and developed them. And it's got an original soundtrack. It looks really good. It's a short film that looks really cool. Short cool. documentary. Awesome. Uh, and I think that was the New York world's fair. Cool. Yeah. So that, that stood out to me. Um, and then these, there's two other movies. Blood brother looks really good. Um, that one is a documentary about a guy who, like begrudgingly leaves the country because he just wants to get out, and he ends up meeting this group of orphans that are all have AIDS. Oh, so I, and that's all. Yeah, that's all the trailer kind of gives away. It's it looks really good. It looks like it's shot really well. Um, they played at Sundance. It it won the audience award at Sundance this year. So that looks really cool. Um, and then, and I'm not picking this movie because they've got Lonely in the title, but Lonely Boy looks really good. Um. <laughs> It's uh, it's a feature-length film about uh, a guy who's got schizophrenia who's trying to date and live his life. And say, I mean, it looks really interesting. The trailer's more of a teaser. doesn't really tell you too much about it, but it looks really good. Cool. Um, so that I definitely want to check that out, hopefully. I'm still building my schedule, so I don't know everything that I'm going to see. But well, This those... is kind of all over the town, right? Some of it's in Somerville, some of it's in Cambridge. Um, they, they, can't, they keep... The like the main home is the Somerville Theater, okay. and then they have stuff playing at the Brattle, so not too far yeah, down the street. Yeah. Um, so they keep it all there. This year they've added um, UMass. There's a screening room, I guess, at UMass Boston. Oh wow! Um, it doesn't look like a lot's playing there. It's it's uh, I think it was Thursday, They're, like Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon. They've got yeah Thursday at three p.m. They've got something playing at UMass. Um, like in the years past, they've done it at the ICA. This year, it's just UMass, and then there's there was one other. There's a ho- there's a screening room at the Revere Hotel, which was kind of interesting. Um, and that's but that's only Monday, and then they close at the Coolidge, which is always great. Yeah, cool. Oh, the clo- I left that out. Closing night film again. Can't find a trailer on it. Um, don't know much about it other than the awesome description. Uh, writer, direct, actor, director Lake Bell's winning comedy is set in the cutthroat world of the Hollywood voiceover industry. In a world, <laughs> yeah. Because when I first, saw, well, I didn't know that. That was I didn't, terrible. Let me try that again. Yeah. In a world, it's, right. nah, it's still terrible. I'll work on it. <laughs> come back, come back next time. <laughs> um, but it's in like the title is in a world dot dot dot. So when I read it on the first press release for the festival, I was like, "What is this movie?" Like I didn't. And then. Once you read the log line, you're like, oh, okay, uh, I get it now. They mean that in a world. Um, no, I think... Way to end it. Huh? That's a nice way to end the, the festival. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they're... They, like, I say, I've said this so many times. It's probably been a while since I've said it, so I'll say it again. Because I usually will blog about it uh, on the site. But you could you could literally shut your eyes and go to a random movie. You know, point at the calendar go, I'll go to that one. And it ends up being interesting. Cool. Like, in all my years, I've never seen... A terrible movie at awesome. this festival because it's that well programmed. So Great. if you live in Boston, tickets are on sale right now. Buy them. A when lot does of them. It start? 
Um, it starts April 24th. Okay, cool. And did you post uh, the information on the website? Yep, it's okay. on the website, or you can go to iffboston.org and buy tickets right from there. Um, but yeah, so those are those are the one. Those are my picks. I mean, obviously, there's a lot more playing. There's a lot of good stuff playing, but those are the ones that really stood out to me that I definitely want to check out. Awesome. So, yeah, I can't wait. Two, three weeks away. Yep. Right? Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Right. Well, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You could be listening to this next year. Yep. You don't even know. Exactly. 2014 yeah, IFF Boston's was. coming up. Yeah, right. It was awesome. <laughs> so. Um, spring Breakers. Spring Breakers. Yeah. So this is, I'm gonna, we're going to tie this into what we're watching because I, I just saw Do you know anything about this movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've at this point, I'm pretty saturated with all the information. I've, everything but the movie I've right. taken in. So, so now when you... Because it's funny because I, I talked to two different people and they both thought Spring Breakers was like a teeny bopper movie. Did you get no, that? From? No, yeah, not I at all. I was and a little I surprised. Harmony Carmine. I, you, right, yeah, you see that no, name, you're yeah. like, no way. It's not going to be the straightforward. <laughs> something subversive about it. So, right. Um, so, okay. So did you? Act, you saw the movie? I did. I did. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw it this weekend, and um, you know, I'd seen actually, I'd seen. What's the other? Or Mr. Lonely, I think was his last movie, okay. or maybe a couple movies ago. I'd seen that one. Wasn't a huge fan, um, but I kind of blame that on my viewing experience. I had the worst seat in the house. Oh, yeah. I was like all the way to the right, so I was just kind of looking at a a drastic angle of the movie. Yeah. And then his movies are very trippy and, you know, surreal and weird. So, like, and then couple that with the guy shaking his legs next to me the entire time (laughs) and it was squeaking. I'm going to chalk that one up to that guy's fault. Yeah. But, um, so I'm going to say I probably haven't seen the Harmony Crime movie. Um, saw this one. I, I did really like it. It stuck with me a little bit because I've been thinking about it since I saw it. It's definitely, uh, I mean, it's it's this weird, like, nightmare, you know, like, you, you just feel this weird feeling of dread and, yeah. uh, you know, like, but the dialogue, like, it's not like the dialogue is really good. James Franco's awesome. That's what it. I've been hearing. I'm yeah. hearing his performance as Alien is just it's, phenomenal. Yeah, and... he's awesome. The girls are just like, they're, they're, but they're playing their part really, right. really well, whether or not they're great actors outside of that. You know, I, I haven't really seen it. It doesn't any, really matter. I haven't seen any Disney In the context movies. of the movie. Right. In the context of the movie, they were like, they were those girls perfectly. Cool. Um, It's, it's just, it's just such a, re- like, dark, that's kind of the impression I had. It, was, it feels like a, a black light room gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that hyper neon and... Yes. And yeah, that's kind of the impression I'm getting. Because they... I mean, he does a really good job of like... Like, they did great things with production design in the movie and the way that it was shot. Like, it starts out... The opening scene is this, like, crazy, you know, beach party. Like, the way that you're used to seeing Spring Break right. on TV. Um, people drinking, you know, like... and. Then it like cuts to them in school. Some of the girls in school and they're like, you know, smoking marijuana and part, like it's just really dingy and dark. And, yeah. you know, they just want to go out and they're holding this like spring break thing as being this like life changing thing that once they go on it, they're all going to find themselves. And it just seems ridiculous. But in it, I don't know. He was saying so much that you kind of lost track of what he was commentating. Okay. On. Like, is he talking about? You know how we hold up 
these types of things like these types of parties or whatever right. like you know or is it th- is it this generation yeah, are they going to the be like culture that? kind of thing yeah like what what was he really saying i don't i don't know you know and i've been trying to think about that for a while and that's why it was a really hard movie for me to write a review of other than look it, it i've been thinking about it since i saw it so there's something to it yeah yeah there's something going on there um but then when they met, when they leave, I think they were in Kentucky, some school in Kentucky. They left there, went to spring break after you know getting the money. You've seen the right. trailer, uh, and then it's like all bright and awesome again. And then then they get like as they party, it gets darker and darker and darker. And then they get in trouble, and then they fall in with this this rapper gangster character, and things get darker and darker. But the whole time, like things are being repeated, lines are being repeated, and you're like, you just feel like you know. You're dreaming. You're half dreaming. You're half in a nightmare. Like interesting. Yeah, it's very. It was very, very abstract. Huh. And I think Richard. I read Richard Roper's review, and he he had the best line. And I was like, ah, damn it! I wish I said it. <laughs> Roper. Uh, yeah. No, but you know, whatever. He's Roper. He can. He can have the good good quotes. But he said like, uh, you know, it goes from feeling like a really well shot and edited Girls Gone Wild movie, and then. Uh, some really weird avant-garde cinema in like something like that. Yeah, I'm yeah. paraphrasing, but he said, it, he said a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, and, and that is exactly, that's exactly how it feels. You know, cool. it feels like that. Cool. So, so yeah. it's worth a, worth a view. Yeah. If, I mean, if you're into a dark, weird movie and I am, yeah, yeah I, th- I think I haven't seen, did you see Gummo? Have you seen those? I haven't like, seen Gummo. I think kids is the only movie of his. That yeah, I've seen. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Gummo's look. I watched a trailer for that today. That movie looks very weird. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's just he's just an interesting filmmaker. He's not like, a cookie cutter. No, no way, no way. And that's why like people were saying, oh, it's his most like accessible movie. And I watched. It, I'm like, ah, this is really like. I mean, <laughs> wow. maybe compared to his other work, yeah. sure, but you know, it's it. There's a lot going on there, and I can't see a lot of people liking it, but. Yeah. If you're into the avant-garde, you know, trying to make a statement about culture and society, like this is a good, right, a good movie right. for that. Cool. Um, what have you been watching? Uh, Friday Night Lights. Have you seen it? Is this the TV show? The or TV the... show. Yep. No. Oh my god, this thing is awesome. So I, I'm not. I, I watch football. I'm a pretty solid fan at this point. It, it's a relatively new thing for me, but mm. you know, I'm into it. But so I was always hesitant about watching the show. Just, it was, you know, it seemed like one of those. NBC feel good happy TV shows right, about football. Right. It's not that at all. This is one of the probably one of the best dramas I've seen. Really? Yeah. And football is kind of the landscape for it, but it's not really about football. It's really about small town and family. And mm-hmm. um, I, I think Kyle Chandler and Connie Britton have probably Kyle Chandler's the guy from Super. He was in Super Eight. Is yep. That... Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, I like I like that guy. I mean, he was. Oh in, yeah. He was in um, Argo too. I, yes. I, yeah, yeah. I really small like him. role, but yeah. Yeah. Was he an Argo? Yep. Yeah, I, think, I remember he was like the president's sidekick. Or right. Not, not vice president, <laughs> he, but... He was in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Or wait, or was it Zero Dark Thirty? He was definitely an Argo. Okay, maybe then it's, then it's Argo. Yeah. yeah. Um, but him and Connie Britton have this awesome chemistry as the the mom and dad, Coach Taylor and Mrs. Coach. Mm-hmm. Um, they want, I think, probably one of the more realistic portrayals of a, a family, a middle-class family. Had you seen it before and you're rewatching it? Or nope. no, no, this is my first time it. through it. So I'm only into season two right now. Um, and there's, I think, another two and a half to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hear it carries through all the way. So I'm pumped about watching it. I'm excited <laughs> to go home and watch it. It's a really, really, really good show. So. It's our, and it's our show too, right? Our drama? Yeah. Yep. 
because that's been on my queue because not to mention Greg again, but I'm mentioning Greg again. Greg has been trying to get me to watch that yeah, for so good. a long time. Well, Greg's yeah. a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to check it out someday. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's daunting because it's five seasons yeah. and it's an hour it's, it's, each it's episode. It's yes, it's, it's been over for a couple of years. Um, but, I mean, it's it's totally worth the watch. It's really, really well done. Nice. Um, so far. So far, yeah. No, I think it. I feel like people seem to hold that one yeah, and regard I, all the way through. Absolutely, and regard all the way through. Not like you know, because other shows people usually drop off or criticize, even though I will defend Lost to the death. <laughs> um, I was just gonna bring that up. <laughs> you know, like Lost, bad mo- bad shows like Lost. No, I, I will defend that show forever. Cool, um, but not today. Not today, because <laughs> you know we've talked enough. Um, cool. Well, I'll have to check out Friday Night Lights. I highly recommend it. Cool. So that brings us to the end of another episode. This beer was good. I agree. Thank you. Spring break. Cheers. IFF Boston. Yep. And Friday Night Lights. Recommend them all. <laughs> um, if you uh, if you like the show, um, definitely go to the website. Subscribe to our RSS feeds. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter. Um, Twitter is at, at Lonely Reviewer. And on Facebook is facebook.com slash Lonely Reviewer. And you can follow me. Uh, at Vache A V A T C H E A, and you can follow me at Twitter at, at another underscore glass, which is tied to my beer blog, another dash empty dash glass dot blogspot dot com. And I, f- I forgot to pimp that in the beginning when we that's tried okay. it. That's okay. Right. It's all good. We're, that's why we're doing it now. That's right. Um, also, rate us on iTunes too. That that would help us out a lot. Give us some ratings. We don't think we've only got a handful up there. But review us, rate us. Only if you're saying good things, though. Yes, absolutely. Otherwise, <laughs> we'll have them delete you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll format your iPhone from afar. <laughs> um, cool. We'll see you next time. Take it easy.